0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else.
1: Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And it has been a very good week in wrestling this week. At least I think so. Yeah, it hadn't been too bad. Yeah, Jason, how how was your week?
0: It was really good. Uh got a new car.
1: Awesome. So
0: you know, hey, that's always fun.
1: You you enjoying it?
0: Yes, absolutely. More sporty absolutely. than the last one you had, yeah, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Traded in the Jeep, got a, a Challenger. So you know,
1: hey, can't beat it. So what about you? Man, it was a it was a good week. My parents were in town, and I uh, had had a good time hanging out with them and getting to see them for a bit. It's uh, it's been too long. Yeah. You know, especially last year, we didn't really get to see him at all. Right. Um, so we've got to see him a few times so far this year. And always love when, you know, it's a, the love hate. You know, you, you yeah. love your parents in town, but at some certain point you're like, leave me you alone. Can go back home now. But, you know, <laughs> no, I, I love when my parents are down and it was nice that they were down. They got to um, celebrate my niece's uh, birthdays with them. So
0: very awesome. Very yeah. awesome. Uh, so what are we drinking? <clears throat>
1: We are drinking, uh, just plain old Jack this week. You All know, right. parents down. I didn't have time to run out and find anything, so I just that's picked fair, up the bottle of Jack. So it's
0: the closest thing on the way out the door,
1: right? Pretty much, yeah. Um, but y'all know we we've drank Jack several times on the show.
0: Yeah,
1: it is a good, cheap whiskey.
0: Exactly, it's cheap. It's available
1: everywhere. To quote Chappelle's Show, yeah. "It'll get you drunk."
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know. It, I think I think we've said it a few times, but Jack is probably everyone's favorite whiskey. First whiskey, not favorite. Yeah, first. definitely not the favorite. Now um, you can get it everywhere. I think most like shoe stores sell Jack Daniels. I think you know.
1: Well, outside
0: of if Mississippi you're not in
1: Lake. Mississippi, because you know, you go across the street to Louisiana, yeah, and the first gas station you come to, they've got your beer on one side, mm-hmm. and up at the counter, yep, all the liquor, yep. So but no Mississippi we we can't have that. Can't have that. Um I I think that once we fix our um constitution yes. since it's you know broke now thanks right. thanks Mississippi Supreme Court um right. you should all retire and quit in disgrace. Yes. Um <laughs> agreed. Once we fix that then we should start an initiative to to get um, one shut down the ABC mm-hmm. and and two allow all liquor, liquor everywhere. Sales everywhere. You know? Yep. Um, should we go through everything first or should we go with the big news first?
0: Let's go through everything first. Get that out of the way. Okay. Then we can go into the big news and then we can talk about what we want to talk about. Sounds good. So we're all kicked off Monday night. We had an opening segment with, uh, Lashley, uh, talking about how he won. His backlash was, uh, Sunday.
1: Um, it was. We yeah. should probably talk about that. Eh, we'll get there.
0: Okay. Uh, Lashley won anyway, and he had a segment where they were going to do a open challenge to anybody, but Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre. Um, we had Elias versus AJ Styles, where uh, it, it uh, uh, Styles won, I believe.
1: No, I I'm sorry. It was a, a, a DQ. In front of Jackson
0: Ryker calls the DQ. Uh, we had Angel Garza versus Drew Gulak, where Angel Garza won. We had Kofi fighting Randy Orton, uh, where uh, Kofi won. We had Natalia and Tamina versus Nia Jackson, and Shayna Baszler in a rematch, uh, where uh, Natalia and Tamina won. Sheamus fought Ricochet, uh, where Sheamus won. We had Asuka versus Charlotte. Where Asuka won. Damian Priest versus John Morrison, where Damian Priest won. Uh, had Bobby Lashley's open challenge, which was answered by Kofi Kingston, where uh, Kofi actually won. Yep. And that was the end of Raw.
1: Now, there was some shenanigans, and there we'll was talk about that. We'll go there, but... uh, let's jump into NXT real quick, and uh, we had a pretty big week for NXT.
0: Yeah.
1: We start off with Zoe Stark versus Tony Storm. Uh, Tony Storm took the win there in a dominant performance. Yes. Um, they did a little uh, focus on uh, Karrion Cross versus Finn Valor 2. Uh, actually, a match I really didn't care much about kind of amped me up a little bit for it. Um, we get uh, Cameron Grimes versus Jake Atlas, where Jake Atlas wins after a uh, distraction from one million dollar man Ted DiBiase.
0: Ted DiBiase! <laughs>
1: Uh, we get Killing Dane versus Alexander Wolf where uh Dane wins. And we get Legato del Fantasma versus Tommaso Champa and Timothy Thatcher, where Legato del Fantasma got the win. Um, we've got uh, Saray versus Aaliyah. That is just a bunch of a's on that page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where Saray gets the win. Uh, then we get um, Hit Row having their, I guess, debut showing for a couple of them. They got uh, Adonis and Top Dalla. God, this is like, <laughs> why? Versus Tony Niece and Aria Devari, uh, which I'd kind of forgotten about them because I don't watch 205 Live. Right. Um, but it was good to see them again. Yeah. Uh, of course, Hit Row got the win there. And then the main event for the evening... The steel cage match between Johnny Gargano and Bronson Reed for the NXT North American Championship. Bronson Reed wins. Yes, your new North American champion,
0: the colossal,
1: the colossal Bronson Reed from Australia. Yep, just because you know he's not from North America, so you know.
0: Um, moving to AEW. Uh, we started Dynamite off with Christian Cage versus Matt Seidel, where Christian Cage won. We had John Moxley and Eddie Kingston versus The Acclaimed, where Moxley and Kingston won. Uh, had Sheeta versus Rebel, where Sheeta, of course, won. We had an Inner Circle promo talking about Stadium Stampede 2 that's coming up at uh, Double or Nothing next Sunday. We had an NWA Women's Championship match of Serena Deeb versus Red Velvet, where Serena Deeb won. Uh, we had Anthony Agogo versus Austin Gunn, which Agogo won because of referee stoppage. Then Miro talked about being the new TNT champion. Then we had our AEW Tag Team Championship match of the Young Bucks versus the Varsity Blondes, which, of course, the Varsity Blondes, no, nah, the Young Bucks won uh, for sure, and that was the end of the show.
1: All right, let's talk about SmackDown. Uh, on SmackDown, we get yet another in-ring promo kicks off because it was announced that in July, mm-hmm. um, WWE will be going back to touring. So they will be leaving the Thunderdome live audiences beginning in July. So, of course, they had to promote that. That leads into a six-women tag match um, between Tamina, Natalia, and... Um, Uh, Belair versus um, Baszler, Jax, and Bailey, And the heels got the win there. Uh, We get King Corbin versus Shinsuke Nakamura and the debut of, well, Elias, except not. Um, This is uh, Rick Boggs or Boogs or however he said his name uh B O O G S um he comes out came out and played the uh guitar for Shinsuke's entrance it was actually kind of entertaining uh Nakamura got the win there um we get um Roman coming out and uh saying how you know he's better than everybody else um Cesaro comes out Seth comes out. There's uh, some shenanigans there and Cesaro gets beat down again. Um, we get uh, Dominic Mysterio versus Robert Roode where uh, Dominic Mysterio got the win. Then we get a fatal four-way match for the Intercontinental Championship. That was um, Apollo Crews, Big E, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. Um uh, Great back-and-forth match. Everybody got to kind of show off for a bit in there. Um, Apollo Cruz got the win after the returning Black makes his appearance and his new heel gimmick. So, Aleister Black returning. It's kind of an interesting thing, you know. Uh, and that was SmackDown. Uh, did you happen to pull up the pay-per-view, or do we even want to talk about the pay-per-view? Uh,
0: I can real quick.
1: While he's pulling that up, there was some, uh, some news that happened this week. We had quite a few NXT releases, and we'll run through them real quick. Uh, most of them you probably don't know. You might know the name. Ezra Judge uh, was released. He was a Big guy, like 7'2 or something, and surprised that they released him. Uh, Skylar Story uh, was released. Vanessa Bourne was released. Um, Jessamine Duke, big name that was released. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the four horsewomen of MMA, and she's gone.
0: Yeah, you know, We haven't fairness, seen anything though, from her, though. We really haven't seen anything from her since Sheena got pulled up, so...
1: Yeah, it says kinda, here in kinda, this kinda. Uh, comicbook.com article where I pulled all their names to make sure I had them all. It says that she hasn't wrestled any match since NXT live event in December 2019. The Same. last time we saw her was uh, Raw Underground. Yeah. And then back into Obscurity. Um, she had been doing some stuff on Up, Up, Down, Down. Be um, start, I think. Yeah. Then uh, a, a Kavita Divi, Divi, Devi. Devi, D-E-V-I.
0: He was like the um, first Indian women's wrestler signed or something like that, I think. Yeah.
1: Um big names released. Well, Alexander well, Wolf too. Yeah, I was gonna say Alexander Wolf is probably yeah, the biggest, biggest name that we're we're sad about. Yeah. Um uh, he uh he was released right after he had a match. We we yeah. just talked about his match with Killian Dane yep. on Tuesday night, and on Wednesday he was released. Uh his contract expires in June. So he doesn't have the ninety day. I'm sure he's got the thirty day or whatever it is well, to, till I he think gets think all,
0: all NXT people had thirty days instead of ninety days anyway. But
1: you know, but whatever. He doesn't have the, yeah, the um, standard one. the standard one. So that puts him um, puts him out at uh, June 15th. He can wrestle anywhere he wants on June 16th. Yep. Should he choose to wrestle? Yeah. I there's a little part of me that just watching his performance the last couple of weeks, he hasn't seemed
0: well. I mean, passionate. He, he was hurt. For a long time.
1: Yeah. I wonder if the hurt just made him then, like he's ready to retire.
0: It, it could be. It could be that he's ready to retire. It could be that the damage that was done was maybe more than he thought it was. Possibly. I don't no. know. Maybe. I mean, he put on a great or, show. Or,
1: a great yeah. show in his match with Dane. But, I don't know. I just didn't. I don't see the passion in his eyes that I used to see. Yep. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Um, two releases that I don't know if we want to say that we're happy about. Because I do hate when people lose their job, I'm, but at I'm, the same I'm time, happy about these. these guys were garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll start with um, referee Drake. Uh, what did you say it was Wurtz? Wurtz, I think. Wurtz. Uh He was a QAnon ref that uh, was speaking out a couple weeks ago. No surprise at WWE's is um, parting ways with him. QAnon, I think he,
0: QAnon, Big Lie, all that
1: stuff. Yeah, I, I think he had been warned back at the beginning of the year and mm-hmm. couldn't stay away from it, and. Finally, the big name, after so long of us begging for him to be gone, Patrick Clark, better known as Velveteen Dream, is gone from WWE. It Look, the allegations against him are disgusting. disgusting. WWE has never done anything to dissuade me from whether or not those allegations are real.
0: Like the only thing that has come out about it from WWE was triple H said, uh, we looked into it and it looks okay. But, and I guess playing, uh, God, I hate saying this, but playing a devil's advocate for a, for a pedophile, which, ugh, that, that sounded, that makes me feel bad. Yes. Um, The text messages that he sent were very sexually charged, but they were not sexually explicit. Yes. So maybe there's that 1%. It it is possible
1: that he could have just been... I don't even know what a good word here is. There Um, isn't
0: one? Because we all know what he meant. We all know what those messages were about. Yeah. By the letter of the message, though...
1: Can he be found guilty?
0: Could he be found guilty for it? And I don't, I don't and know I that he could. WWE erred on the side of caution slash. This is a big name on our NXT brand that everybody likes, I, as dude, opposed to saying GTFO.
1: You know, in, in our group chat, there was one individual. I don't know if he wants his name out there talking about this, but he he was so uh, upset with Patrick Clark because. Velveteen Dream is an amazing character, yeah, and Patrick Clark was extremely talented, mm-hmm. so yeah, he had the ability to possibly change the course of wrestling one man yeah you know we're we're talking Hulk Hogan. Stone Cold, that—that's the kind of impact the that Patrick was, Clark could have had. The
0: dude was extremely charismatic, and he was extremely good in the ring. I mean, that, and he and, had the look to be a a top guy, really. Yeah.
1: And but I don't want to see pedophiles, yeah, on my TV, yeah, because and cause that's no matter, what he appears to be. Because
0: no matter what anybody says, oh, they were seventeen, yeah, that's or sixteen, whichever it was, yeah, that's still a kid, yeah. <laughs> It still makes you a pedophile. Yeah. So, um, oh, I got Backlash pulled up. Okay. So we, we had Sheamus. We talked about all
1: the releases, and we yeah. celebrated Patrick Clark being gone. So, yes. yes.
0: So we had Sheamus and Ricochet fight on the pre-show, where Sheamus won. Uh, we had Rhea versus Oscar versus Charlotte for the women's champ, where Rhea won. Uh, we had the Dirty Dogs versus Rey Mysterio, uh, because uh, Dominant got hurt th- before the match. But then Dominic came back during the match. Limped out to the ring. Limped out, and we had Dominic and Ray win. Uh, We had The Miz versus Damian Priest in a lumberjack match.
1: Wait, was that. They won? What did they win? What did Ray and Dominic win?
0: Oh, they won the tag titles. They won the tag titles. They're the very first uh, father and son tag team champions in WWE history, in case you didn't know that from the 47 times they told you on. Before and after. Um. We had a Lumberjack match, Miz versus Damian Priest, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, Damian Priest wins, uh, but everybody lost. We had Bianca Belair versus Bayley for the Women's uh, SmackDown Championship, where Belair won. We had the Bobby Lashley versus Drew versus Braun triple threat, where uh, Bobby Lashley won. Then we had Roman Reigns versus Cesaro, where Roman won. And that was backlash. That was um, backlash. Now, let's talk about this backlash match. There, there's a, the well, which, on, which one are we? On. Let's let's do this. Let's hit a couple the the couple that I thought were decent, and then we'll we'll talk about the just trash. Okay. I really like the Roman Reigns Cesaro match. Yes. I'm kind of torn, though. We have talked countless times about how we wish Roman Reigns would win something by himself, and he did. There was He's, no twi- He's
1: done it twice. His last two matches, yeah. he has won by himself. So Which, thank you for listening to us, WWE. Yeah. We appreciate it. Um, I, Can you put the title on Cesaro for me, please? Yeah.
0: I kind of hate it was against Cesaro that they did this to. I get it. I just kind of hate it. But I'm glad that he won by himself. Roman does not need lackeys winning matches for him. Yeah, period. Um overall though the match was phenomenal.
1: It was great. I don't know that I've ever seen Cesaro put on a bad match. I have I I, uh, I don't think I have. I I would argue that he's potentially the best worker mm-hmm. in WWE today. Yes. Uh he deserves And that the includes belt, people like Daniel Bryan who's and, not in WWE, so it doesn't matter. But you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. Um he deserves the belt. Yes, sure. he does. Uh, I wish they would do something with that story. I, I, I highly doubt he'll ever get the belt.
1: It, for whatever reason, he doesn't. Vince doesn't connect with Cesaro. Yeah,
0: there's something in there, but
1: you know, everybody else, like, everybody else, every
0: wrestler has nothing but good things to say about Cesaro. The every character he's ever done, Yeah,
1: every character he's ever done, barring when he first debuted, when I just didn't quite connect with him. Yeah. Uh He has just killed it, everything he's ever done. And then, you know, you go look at what he's doing on Up, Up, Down, Down, where he connects with the audience. And this is a man who speaks, I think, six languages fluently.
0: Yeah. And another one
1: or two that he's he's proficient in but not fluent. English is not his first language. And, like, this is the guy, Vince, this is the guy you want as your face of your company, mm-hmm. so you grow in the European market, so you yeah. grow in the, you know, in yeah, yeah in Europe. Like, why are you not putting everything behind this, this guy?
0: This is a champion that when, this is a guy that when if you put your belt on him, when y'all do a European tour, because you know there's one coming up soon, it's got to yeah. be, right? Yeah. He can speak in the language of almost all of the countries that you would be going to.
1: Fluently. Yeah.
0: So yeah, Cesaro's amazing.
1: Um
0: this was a good match.
1: I it really, really was enjoyed it. it really was. I'm glad. I'm I'm disappointed Cesaro didn't win, but I think we both knew going in, yeah, he wasn't going that, in. that that wasn't going to happen. I'm glad that Roman beat him without help. Yes. After the match I kind of saw where Roman maybe was thinking of giving him some respect, yeah, and then chose not to, which I kind of—I don't yeah. know if that was intentional, or if that was Joe kind of coming out, you know, damn good match, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I kind of like that. Of mm-hmm. hold up, this this guy's earned some respect from the tribal chief, yeah. Um, and then of course yeah. Jay comes down, starts putting the beat down. Seth comes out. They're teasing, yeah. teasing the Seth Roman feud. One of them has to turn face first, mm-hmm. and honestly, it's got to be Roman. Like Seth needs to turn face because this heel gimmick ain't working for me anymore. See, that's the thing. I would like. But, I would have really liked to have seen
0: Cesaro win here. Cesaro takes the belt. Mm-hmm. Cesaro and Seth have a thing. You know, let Cesaro have it for a pay per view, maybe two. Yeah. Seth wins the belt. Then Roman and Seth have a thing, and you use Seth to turn... Roman stays heel. Seth
1: turns face because of Roman. Honestly, I, I've i said this before. I'm going to say it again. I wish that they had brought Seth back as a face. I do too. Because this whole savior gimmick... It's not working. It wasn't working before he left. It had yeah. ran its course. Yep, yeah, it It's over. And him coming back as a face in him being like,
0: now he's just the weird dude who wears weird suits. Some fantasy Uh, booking here. Fantasy booking noise. Uh, By the way, we found uh, our soundboard that has all kinds of cool little uh, things on it. So, so so expect,
1: expect more, you You know, expect more noise. Um, But yeah, Seth comes back as a face, goes to Roman and says, dude, I've gone down this path. It, it does not end well. Yep. They have that whole thing of the shield with them, that, that brotherhood of the shield. It, it would have made a great story, and we it, wouldn't it be really sitting would here spinning our wheels with Seth and Cesaro, and nobody's going to come out of that looking any better than they already do. Cesaro's already beat Seth, what, twice? Mm-hmm. And embarrassed him each time yep. with the the helicopter spins and stuff. I don't care to see any more of that right now. Move on. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's WWE's kind of, maybe it's because they've decided they're going back on the road in June. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to start any new stories. But for the most part, it feels like they're in holding pattern with everything now. You know, there's there is some new stuff happening. Aleister Black came back, so that's yeah. kind of cool. It looks like he's going to be feuding with Big E, which means we're spinning Big E out of the Intercontinental title picture. That's fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I, I wish they would spin Big E into the... Uh, in the heavyweight title. Heavyweight title picture, but... But, you know, you know okay. Um... Biggie, Alistair, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. That should be some, a fun little storyline for a couple months. But everything else, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, mm-hmm. they're still going at each other. They've been going at each other for five years now. Yeah. And, yes, it's kind of cool to go back to some of that and to see it from a different angle where Kevin's the face and Sami's the heel. But I don't need months and months and months. That is a, oh, shoot. We don't have enough matches for this pay-per-view. We can reliably fall back on this storyline. Yeah. You know, or yeah. or you fire it off completely and you build to a big WrestleMania match between the two. Not a, yeah, I'm going to beat the conspiracy out of you. Right. Uh, it's just... Over on Raw, we've got Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley, which we've seen on and off again since this time last year. For the most part. I need some new blood in the stories. I need something new. I I don't know what. But, you know, Damian Priest, The Miz, and Morrison. They've been wrestling for three months now. And Damian Priest is winning every single match. What's in
0: Let's move. Like, hang on, wait, 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 wait. We, maybe we have ended it. Because at WrestleMania Backlash.
1: You like how I brought us back to that, yeah, don't you? I
0: do. Good job. <laughs> at WrestleMania Backlash. We had our Lumberjack match. of The Miz versus Damian Priest. Where and the Lumberjacks... Lumberjacks,
1: they were just the other wrestlers from the back, right?
0: Yeah, see, that's what a Lumberjack match normally is. However, Dave Batista is part of a Netflix movie called Army of the Dead. Mm. And we know Dave Batista is a, a WWE alum, of course. Yeah. No, no. So the Lumberjacks... Was supposed to go
1: into the Hall of Fame last year, but yeah, you know, COVID.
0: COVID. Um, so the Lumberjacks... Zombies. Ooh, at a pay per view in May. Huh? They they were zombies, like shuffled to the ring. Uh,
1: it's almost, zombies, almost like W. Uh, uh, who who was it? WB that did that movie? Netflix. I know Netflix did it, but I, was it a Warner Brothers thing too? Which one? Uh, the the Dave Bautista movie, Army of the Dead, or whatever it is. It's on Netflix. I know it's on Netflix, but is it a Warner Brothers movie? I'm not sure. No. Probably. It's, it's almost like they paid over a million dollars, according to one report, it is, for the tie-in. It is almost like that.
0: That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Dear God, this was awful. John Morrison uh, got some parkour fighting on the zombies and then got drugged down behind a barricade. Damien Priest wins, leaves Miz in the ring, then the zombies crawl in the ring and devour the Miz. Um and then on on Raw the Miz wasn't on Raw yeah um maybe this is how they write the Miz off TV
1: for a while I'm, I I think it is I I, th- I think the Miz needed a break um I I hope we have... I needed a break from the Miz yeah and I need John Morrison and I've said this for the last what three months I need John Morrison to forget that the Miz exists yeah. I need John Morrison to become John Morrison. I need yeah. Johnny Nitro. I need no, no. Let me take that back. I don't need Johnny Nitro. I've had Johnny Nitro for the last six months. I need John Morrison. Yeah. I not, need not
0: Johnny Drip Drip.
1: Not Johnny Drip Drip. I need John Morrison. Yeah. I need Johnny Impact. Mm-hmm. I need this man who can be the WWE champion if yeah. they decide they want him to be. Yep. I don't need the juvenile humor.
0: Nope. Split him off from the Miz. Let Johnny,
1: let John Morrison do his thing. I like juvenile humor as much as the next guy, Mm -hmm. but there's a limit.
0: Yeah. Juvenile humor is mid card at best. And John Morrison is better than the mid
1: card. The Miz is better than the mid card. Yeah. Now I will say the Miz lives in the mid card Mm -hmm. and can come up to the top of the card. Yeah. But he can't stay at the top of the card. John Morrison.
0: He could stay at the top. Can the
1: stay card. at the top of the card.
0: John Morrison is easily Seth Rollins, is easily Roman Reigns, is easily, yes. you know, any of those.
1: Yes. They just have to decide to use him that way. Yeah.
0: But this was bad. God, this was bad. Um so let's let's uh
1: let's talk a little bit about NXT. Yeah,
0: I guess so. Well um, I was gonna we... say one thing that I wanted to mention. Okay. Uh Don Callis. Mm-hmm is apparently no longer an executive with impact. Interesting. Uh he's no longer listed on their their website as any kind of EVP, any kind of anything with them.
1: Interesting. Uh,
0: he said that uh the statement was that he wanted to focus more on his character and will still be showing up with Kenny Omega and all that kind of stuff.
1: Interesting. Yeah. He's no I mean, I don't know character. how else to say that um Do they bring him in at AEW at some point? Uh, I I will say, Don Callis has history. You go back and you talk about listening to... um, He is a good character to hate. He's a good character to hate, but you go back and you you listen to Jericho talking about when he came to WWE. That was Don Callis. Yeah.
0: Don Callis is the Uh, the reason Jericho went to uh, New Japan. Yeah. He said...
1: You know Don Callis a lot more history than I realized. I, I you know I didn't really know who he yeah. was,
0: but I just, I just hope they don't try to pull one, some kind of weird ass. Uh, well, Kenny is gonna have Don in his corner, and like Moxley's gonna have Tony in his corner, and whoever wins gets control of AEW. Oh. Uh, I just hope they don't do something stupid like that. Um but I just thought that was a very like little interesting thing that I that I saw on the dirt sheets here the other day. Um about him being
1: I'm afraid that they're getting dangerously close mm-hmm. with Don Callis of turning him into Vince Russo
0: 2.0. Yeah.
1: And nobody wants to see Vince Russo 2.0. Nobody wants to see Vince Russo 1.0 either. They're
0: right, I know you and I have talked about the fact that AEW needs a consistent booker, needs a solid booker, you know, to try to make these stories make sense. Um, I don't think Don Callis is it, though.
1: No, no. I I, I think if you really, you want somebody who's going to do a good job, Dutchman Tell is a good call to make. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what he's doing right now. I really honestly don't. He could be over at Impact you know, but Dutch Mantel's is a good call to make. Uh, build a booking committee, and throw JR in there. Not necessarily as a head booker, but as a uh, just a, an advisor. But you need consistent booking across your show, and we're not getting that. We're getting too many repeated st re- repeated stunts, repeated. Yeah uh, stories on the same show and like not even months apart. No, we're getting the same story beats mm-hmm. in multiple different story arcs. Yeah. At the same time. We love AEW. I feel confident in saying, speaking for both of us there. Yeah. We love AEW. It's getting harder. Yes. yes. Because
0: the last few, uh, the last few weeks, uh, it just, ugh. last week wasn't as bad, but it was still very,
1: we've ranted for weeks now on the elite. Yeah. This week they weren't as heavy.
0: They weren't as heavy. There were some things like, like I, I still stand 100% by the fact that the pinnacle and inner circle should have been done.
1: Yeah. Blood and guts. No, that blood and um, guts is a this finishes it match. This is not yeah. a, hey, we're gonna push this, gonna this to going. double or nothing. There, if you wanted or, double or if you wanted blood and guts, it should have happened at double agreed. or nothing. Agreed.
0: But instead we're gonna get Stadium Stampede Two, which reeks to me of we screwed up at blood and guts. So oh crap, we're trying to do something to fix it. It's kind of how it sounds to me, how it feels. But it's
1: also, Jericho is legitimately injured. Yeah. I forget what happened with Santana. Yeah. Something happened that he was not on TV. So, yeah, Stadium Stampede's a good match for that, where they can hide those things. Yeah. But I also feel like it's never going to be as good as the first one was.
0: Um, So, you know, let's hit a few things on AEW since we're really kind of hitting on them, too. Can we do away with the standings? Please. Like, get rid of them completely? Yes. Um, Cash... We we talked uh,
1: about that at the beginning of when they started, that that was going to become a problem.
0: Cash Wheeler made a comment on Twitter that said that, you know, him and uh, uh, the other one
1: you have Cash Wheeler and Dax.
0: Dax, Dax Harwood. That's right.
1: I was about to say Shepherd, and I yeah, knew that wasn't right. right. <laughs> he
0: made the comment on Twitter. He said, "You know, we've been number one contenders for a while to get the belts back from the Bucks." Uh, he says, "And oh, by oh, look here, we're going to have Moxley and uh, Kingston jump us again." Mm-hmm. Which he's he's got a point. You know, if you have standings.
1: If you have standings, and, and you standings need to follow are those standings. To be standings. number
0: one contenders and things like that, you, you probably should follow them.
1: Now, I don't have a problem if you have standings, but you say, "Hey, you just lost to the you know the young bucks." Well, look
0: at what happened. But with, you uh, know, but
1: you know, you you just lost, so now you're at the bottom. I don't care what yeah, your record I don't care looks what like. your record is you lost. You're at the, the back. bottom. You're at the back of the line. You got to work your way back.
0: And and look at what happened to uh, who was it. Here recently that was it Tanara, I think mm-hmm. that lost. Yeah, and Britt jumped her in the standings, which makes Brit the number one contender now. So Britt gets to fight Sheeta, um, but Tanara never got her opportunity to fight Sheeta for the belt. Yes, she did. Yes, yeah, she did. Yes, yes she, she did. did. It, then no. it was somebody else. It wasn't her then, because it was somebody that fought and lost. And they lost their number one. They lost being number one in the women's division. Ah. uh to fight for the belt is why Britt Baker is fighting. So it matters there, but it doesn't in the tag division, and it obviously doesn't in the the title division.
1: Uh, that circles back to just what I said about consistent, consistent booking. booking, because we just we don't have consistency across the board. Do the standings matter? Do they not matter? I don't know. As a fan, I don't know. I can go to aw.com right now. I can find out those standings. I guarantee it won't make a lick of difference come Wednesday night. Yeah. It just, it won't matter.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And we had, uh, We had another like, we had Anthony Agogo fight again. I honestly don't care about this dude.
1: Well, they're trying to build yeah. him up for his loss to Cody. Yeah. at Double or Nothing, and yeah. make no mistake about it, he That's, is going to, going lose, to, to, to lose to
0: Cody. They're they're doing so th- nothing to make me. They're doing nothing to make me like or hate this guy. Um. Oh, he dropped a British flag on Cody after a match.
1: He's he's been Cody pretty vocal up, on Twitter, yeah. you know, calling out some some stuff that yeah. definitely should be talked about in America.
0: Cody call, Cody cut this this jingoistic USA USA promo. Um he beat up Austin Gunn. I I, I don't care. I I I don't care.
1: Yeah, it doesn't I, I we're a couple weeks out from Double or Nothing. A week out. It's a week next out. Sunday. A week out from Double or, Double or Nothing. I don't care.
0: I don't care. I don't care about Double or Nothing.
1: Yeah, no, no. I That's will, what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't care about Double or Nothing. I
0: will not be purchasing it.
1: I'm not. I have no intentions of purchasing it. We will tell you what happens because we'll look up a review and, and tell you the results. Yeah. But we won't comment on whether they were good or not because, well, I'm frankly, not gonna we, we're not going to watch. And that is the first AEW pay per view that I've said that for.
0: Yeah. I'm not spending sixty bucks to watch a pay per view that I just have no care about at all. Yeah. So yeah. AEW
1: needs to get a deal. Mm-hmm. Um they need to work out a deal with um AT and T and Discovery now. Yeah. So that they can get out there on the HBO Max streaming platform or yeah. whatever the the new streaming platform that they merge HBO Max and Discovery Plus well, into mean,
0: TNT TBS etc is owned by Warner
1: mm-hmm. which is owned by AT&T, owned by AT&T. which it's, just spun all so of that off in a merger deal with Discovery. Yeah. That happened this week. It's a pretty yeah. big. It was Pretty big, like 65, mm-hmm. was it 65 billion or something? Yeah,
0: something like that. It
1: was some they're massive still, number. It's
0: all still owned by AT&T, though.
1: Yeah, oh, no. AT&T definitely has the majority stake in yeah. it. Discovery uh, networks or whatever they call themselves have the minority stake. They're going to be the ones basically running it because AT&T just doesn't want to deal with it. Yep. But AT&T still has the, no, no, you're going to do this this way exactly. if we want to. So they're going to spin it off. It's going to become its own thing. I'd be very surprised if it didn't. But TNT needs to work that deal out with them. Yeah. Or they need to work a deal out. If they don't want to go with, with Warner, they need to go to ESPN. Because ESPN will swallow them up in a heartbeat to have that against
0: WWE.
1: against Peacock and okay. WWE. Because ESPN was pissed yes.
0: They need a streaming platform. WWE has a streaming platform with Peacock. TNA has a streaming platform with Impact, Impact TV. Yeah. Um, New Japan has a streaming platform. Yeah. I think I think ROH does, but I'm not
1: sure. I, I think they do. I mean, they, ROH. We've talked about this before, but ROH could compete with AEW and WWE. If Sinclair Networks, the largest network TV provider in the country, would just decide that they want to. Yeah. So, yeah, all of these other ones have, and you can find their stuff online, and you can watch their content. Mm -hmm. AEW can't do it. You can find some stuff. They release some stuff on YouTube from time to time, and you got dark And you got... uh, Elevation. Elevation. And AEW is putting more programming out there. It was announced this week that AEW is launching a Friday show. Mm -hmm. They're going to have a one-hour Friday show that goes uh, directly against WWE SmackDown.
0: Yeah.
1: Great. January next year, they're moving from TNT... To TBS. To TBS. Uh, I guarantee you that is a result of... TNT getting the NHL deal, I'm sure. I'm uh, sure that TNT is like, oh, we can get this. Oh, mm-hmm. we've got AEW on Wednesday nights, and we've got a multi year deal with them. What do, do? what do we do? What do we do? Oh, we'll just move them to TBS. Yeah, I it, hey, it works. It doesn't matter if I can wa- if I'm watching on TBS or if I'm watching on TNT. I don't yep. care. And TBS is a great home for him because that was what was home for um. WCW for a long time. Uh Exactly. But they've got a new show on Friday nights coming. They're going to have four network specials or four specials a year on TNT. I still can't turn on Hulu and watch AEW a day or two after the show. So if I miss AEW, if I have satellite issues with my direct TV, and it doesn't record. I miss yep. AEW. Exactly. WWE. If I miss Raw, I can watch it the next night on Hulu. Uh-huh. Granted, they cut the three-hour show to to two hours for some unknown reason, uh-huh. but I can do it. If I miss SmackDown because I go out to dinner with my girlfriend or with my friends, or I just decide, Hey, I don't want to watch SmackDown tonight. Yep. I can usually catch it Sunday morning on Hulu. For whatever reason, SmackDown is the only show on Hulu that doesn't go up the day after. (laughs) Yeah. It is the only show ever on Hulu, WWE, Hulu, whoever, whichever one of y'all has the disconnect there. Y'all need to fix that. Can we fix it please? Please. But. AEW has none of that. I can go and watch AEW streaming mm-hmm. because I have DirecTV. Right. So I can log in to the TNT's uh website using my DirecTV stuff yep. and watch it after it's aired. Well, that's it. That is wrong on so many levels. Not that it's wrong, not that it's their choice, but from a advertising perspective from a distribution perspective from a getting as much eyes on your content as humanly possible to grow your business perspective uh-huh. it is wrong yeah. and as long as I can get a WWE pay-per-view for five bucks a month or ten bucks a month
0: uh-huh.
1: why you, you've got to really make me want to watch your $60 pay-per-view
0: uh-huh. and honestly I
1: can't. and right now I don't want to see it. Yep. There's not a match at AEW, double or nothing, exactly. that makes me want to spend that $60. And there's been pay-per-views before where there's only been one or two matches I've cared to see. But I wanted to see them enough I was willing to pay the money. Yeah. You don't have this this time.
0: Mm-hmm. Not at all.
1: Should we spend and talk about uh, NXT? Or is there yeah. something else we want to talk about? No, let's <laughs> talk about NXT. So, let's talk about NXT. Um, Bronson Reed. New champion. New champion. Great match.
0: Hell yeah. In the cage.
1: Um, They are giving Bronson Reed more character. And I love that. Absolutely. I love, like, I didn't know before this week that he was married and had a wife. Right. That came out this week. that adds to his character of, hey, he's a real human. Mm -hmm. He's just big. Exactly. (laughs) And I've loved Bronson Reed for a while now. His performance, his ability to do what he does, and the size that he is, which, you know, he's taller than me and he's bigger than me, but he's shaped like me. You know? (laughs) like It gives a fat guy hope. So it's great to see him out there performing at the level that he is and getting the recognition and getting the NXT championship or uh, um, North American championship. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of care more about than the NXT championship.
0: Yeah, they, they, they're they doing more with it. That's for sure. The
1: The North American championship has been kind of on the back burner in Gargano's hands because the focus has been on the way. But putting it on Bronson Reed as a face, I think it's going to get more push.
0: Yeah, I think you're right.
1: We're getting Finn Balor carrying Cross again, which, like I said earlier, I don't really care about. Mm-hmm. It does nothing for me, but they did a good job of making me want to see that match again Very with caring. their, uh, their uh, was it, turning point or whatever? Yes. Um Prime target. Prime target is what they call it. They did a good job of making me care about that match. They really did. But I still know that Karen Cross is going to come out the winner. Mm-hmm. what do you think of our, um, index segment this week?
0: I knew that it was coming that we were eventually going to have to get the uh the payoff. Mm-hmm. I suppose is the best way to say that of Candice uh, Candace setting up. Yeah. You know, I I knew that we were going to have to get that. It it just had to be. Mhm. So the 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 Dexter Loomis being the massage person and hearing Indy
1: call him a loser him
0: a loser and all that kind of stuff and the and his then, broken
1: heart as he just walks out of the room
0: right uh, i thought it was pretty good uh,
1: this segment was was great like none of what happened here would actually happen in real life because when your credit card gets declined yeah, they, they don't, don't tell, tell you why well they don't tell the people who are charging the credit card why. Right. It goes against the Bank Secrecy Act. hmm <laughs> They just say declined, and if you need more information, you as the consumer... Have to find out. ...as the customer have to call and find out. But the best part about this, in my opinion, other than Dexter being the masseuse and then just kind of dejectedly walking out of the room was Indy realizing that Candace had set her up mm-hmm. not being mad about it at all right being so giddy that yeah. Dexter still likes her yeah that she runs out cheering and yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was yeah, like she, amazing
0: cuz you know normally your WWE storyline here would have been Indy getting mad and attacking Candace because, you know, women's guts to fight over a man. Yeah. And them being the tag champions and, you know, all of that, we get pulled into it. So I kind of like. And we're going to the, get there. We're going to get there. But I, I did kind of like the uh, uh, the difference in the whole, you know, not, not mad at Candace at all, just the whole Dexter still loves me. Boom, you know.
1: Yeah. It, that was great. Um, speaking of the women's division, we started the show off with the women's match uh, with Zoe Stark and Tony Storm, which Tony won very handily. It was a great showing by Stark, but they let Tony get the domination that she needs to still stay Tony Stark. Or, I'm sorry, Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. After the match, Frankie Monet. Right comes out and announces that she is making her in-ring debut next week. Yes. Which I love. Was it Wade Barrett saying that's how you steal the spotlight or whatever? Because you got Tony celebrating in the ring. Uh, Zoe on the ground recovering. Mm -hmm. The lights go out and Frankie Monet's music hits and out walks walks Frankie Monet, formerly Taya Valkyrie uh, from Impact and, and other places. And she's just pointing around as they announce on the, you know, Frankie Monet ring debut next week. I don't, I'm, I think she's a heel.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: But she kind of came out and disrupted a heel, which is not what WWE usually does.
0: All right, that's more of a, usually faces interrupt heels, but okay, uh, sure. We'll we'll see. You know, I, I'm NXT, interested. She's least, gonna win. I mean, yeah.
1: the, WWE always has the debuting person win.
0: At least NXT is a little more fluid with their heel face dynamic. So yeah, there is that.
1: it's a little more realistic. Of yes, I'm a heel. You're a heel, but I still don't like you because this all right. happened in our past.
0: Just because we're just because we're both bad guys doesn't make us best friends.
1: Which WWE has a serious problem with.
0: Yeah. You know. the, the bad guys stick together no matter whether they like each other or not. Good guys good do guys, the same thing. The good guys don't because yeah. good guys are dumb and don't need backup, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, you know, whatever. Um, What do we want to talk about on the main roster stuff? SmackDown and
1: I think we've talked about that. There's really not a there's lot. There's not a whole lot there. Um the
0: Raw was basically the same matches almost from Backlash...
1: The Sheamus Ricochet match, yeah, was really good. It was Ricochet got a, um, got a win over Sheamus. No, no, he didn't. Sheamus got That's the right. win, but Ricochet put on a good show. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, Ricochet won on Backlash. Sheamus got his win back on Raw. He he got okay. a he got a roll up somewhere. Okay,
1: but yeah, no, it 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 was a good show. It was a good match. The Garza kids. Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo, because yeah. they, they are actually related, and, yeah. and you know, I kind of feel like they're building them towards a tag team, because they've got both of them styling their hair similar to each other, and right, maybe. They, they look interchangeable. They do. Um. So, are they maybe building them towards something, which could be good for both of them?
0: It could, because right now neither of them really have a direction at all.
1: Yeah. Carrillo was feuding with Sheamus until he got hurt, which supposedly he's healthy now, but he wasn't on Raw this week. Yep. Um, Garza was. Yeah, I I don't know if there's really anything else. Kofi beat uh, Lashley. Yeah. But Drew interfered to cause that.
0: Drew threatened to knock MVP's head off with
1: a cane. So we're still stuck in the Drew-Lashley yeah. feud, which, okay, I, I like these guys going at each other. Mm-hmm. But give me a break in between, you know?
0: Yeah, we, we need something. Uh, there needs to be something new.
1: Supposedly the rumor is, is that they're going to spin Drew off one way or another into a feud with... Um, um, what was that other, uh, the other member of 3MB with him? Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. Since Mahal's kind of back now, after last week, but I don't think he was on Raw this week. Uh-huh. Like I said, uh, yeah. like I said earlier, I, I just, I think WWE is kind of, oh, we've decided we're going to go back to touring, so we're just going to press pause.
0: Pretty much, it's what it feels like.
1: And that's a wrong decision.
0: They're just, they're, it really feels like they are in a holding pattern. Yeah. Right now until they get back on the road.
1: So we've come full circle. Yeah. Um, with that being said, Patrick Clark, Velveteen Dream, finally no longer on the roster. Don't have to watch. A pedophile, a known pedophile on my TV. Yep. Get wrecked. I'm sorry. Let me correct that. Allegedly. Allegedly a pedophile. Yeah. Get wrecked. Um, so, yeah. On that good news and, and with some more good claps, we're going to uh, call it a day, I think. Uh, big thank you to uh, McNarb Gaming here in Goshe. They have a great selection of games. Come in, check them out. If you. Have never got into tabletop gaming or board gaming or any of that kind of stuff. They've got people here who will be more than happy to sit down and show you how to play games. Yep. Uh, the staff here is great. Everybody who I've ever known to work here has been a lifelong gamer, and will more than happy to share that knowledge with you. So come in, check them out, pick up a few games, and. Go have fun with your family playing games. And while you're here, head on over to...
0: While you're in Gautier, swing by Big Dog Liquor. Get yourself a bottle of uh, your your spirit of choice, tequila, vodka, whiskey, wine.
1: They got all the Jack Daniels you'll ever need.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Uh, You know, get whatever you want. Uh, He's got a ton of them. He's always doing wine sales. Uh, He's pretty good about, if he can, he'll special order stuff for you. You know, the whole thing. So get over there, get you something good to drink. Come over here, get your board game, take it back to the house, kick back, have a have an adult beverage, and play a board game, and have fun. And that's the best we can ask for, right?
1: That is the best we can ask for. So, on that note, cheers. cheers.